Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, Hook Em Up, 1019, AM 1260, The Horn. Kendrick Lamar hopefully does a full set at uh, ACL on Friday night. Kendrick Lamar. Here's a text on our text line to start our fabulous fifth quarter here on Hook Em Up. Says, got to say, Rod, you're a man amongst men. After my children were born, I was a walking zombie. You seem to be handling the new baby stress very well. Oh, that's thank off, you very brother. Much. Thank you very much. First of all, I got a great, I got a job that's, you know, it's a job that I'm passionate about. I love to do it. I work with great people. E. Hogan's been great. So has Ty. So I got great people I work with, great team. My wife is amazing. She's a rock star. So honestly, I can't take any of the credit. She's doing all the work. <laughs> I just got to get up and be the hype man and be supportive. But I appreciate that. I'm, I'm trying to beat her. In the diaper changing. I think I'm ahead of her in diaper changes. That's my goal. If I can stay ahead of her in diaper changes, I, fi- I figure we're good. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, sleep for me is, um, it's not, I, I, I like sleep, but I don't love it. So I was always kind of, I, I'm good. Some people love sleep. Some people can sleep eight to ten hours a day if they get, see, get tired. I was like, hell yeah, I can do it. My wife can do that. My wife can sleep. If I let her sleep, she'll sleep ten hours. Like yeah, she yeah. can do it. They should just mine too on the weekend. She go. Yeah. My, wife, my wife maybe like yours. She goes goes like the Energizer yes. Bunny, and then when she stops, she crashes. She crashes. Yeah, and but I can't even when I crash. I can't sleep that long. When I crash, the max I haven't slept the eight hours in years. Yeah, like, I, I'm I, a six hour guy every night. That's a good night of sleep. What time do you go to bed? Oh, I go to sleep probably eleven something like that, and get up at three thirty every morning. Go run or work out. Just to do, just to do this because I can't. I'm not gonna be awake in the morning if I don't run or work out. I've tried and it just doesn't work. And then feed the dogs, do some prep, and then be ready to go. I'm probably getting four hours, if that tonight, because now the damn baby's yeah, up in the middle of the night too. So I'm probably getting an hour, two hours, Oof. something like that. No nap. No, I can't. I work during the middle of that. I go to Owen, Texas during yeah. the day. I don't. <laughs> I got two jobs. I, don't, I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's it's just the grind. It's the hustle, man. Keep hustling. It's either, you know, get busy, get busy living or get busy dying. Get busy working, right? <laughs> right, get busy um, working. Yeah, well, it is. It is a grind to do the mornings for sure, especially yeah. when we have, I have young never kids done like mornings. you. It's my first time doing mornings. Yeah, and you're doing great, by the way. No, I appreciate uh, it. All right, we just played Who Said That, so we have some leftover sound. I wanted to play this for you, Rod, because yesterday, uh, Texas quarterback Arch Manning auctioned off his, that that remember the NAL trading card that he had in July? Oh, yeah. And it brought in... $102,500. Was it a one of one? Yeah, the breaking, the Panini America card. Yeah, signed and everything, yeah. Of course, whoever bought it in the auction is looking long-term that he's going to be another one of those Manning guys. Well, yesterday, Arch did a, had a press conference during the bye week here, and he announced that the proceeds from that that he received, are he's given them all to the Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Texas. Good for you. Which, of course, Ronald McDonald House is such a great oh, it's a charitable endeavor. It provides lodging and support for families with children in, who are in the hospital, right? Especially if they're on long-term care and the parents want to be close to them. Then they may, may they live somewhere else in Texas or far away. They stay, and Ronald McDonald House takes care of them and support. And can't imagine the stress of dealing with a, a, an ill child. Uh, yeah, seriously. And they help to maybe offset some of the stresses of lodging and those things. Uh, but so here's Arch Manning, uh, 18 years old. Uh, why he wanted to uh, already doing the right thing, doing yeah. the right thing, doing and give the, right the money thing. to the Ronald McDonald House. Uh, yeah, I mean, the future, oh, can we hear this? Future's bright. Sorry, go ahead. First partnered with Penny to auction off my trading card. I wanted the money to go to a good cause. Helping children live healthy and fulfilling lives was important to me and my family. With that being said, I'm donating 100% of the proceeds for my trading card. Ronald McDonald House Charities of Central Texas. Thank you all. All right, there you go. There you go. Classy. Very classy gesture. I mean, you know, obviously their families, you know, they've been very successful. Uh, They're pretty affluent. And, you know, NIL, the part of the the whole NIL movement is to have these guys ingrain themselves in the community. Right, to try to immerse themselves in the community in a positive way. Nick Shuley actually is, is a big part of that too. He's helped out in that way. And this is a this is a kind of right on um really it's kind of right uh, on message with what NIO is supposed to be. I remember to, his know. he's made a promise to his grandfather, Archie, that he won't take any NIL money until he's, he's a, a starter. starter. Yeah. He's a starting quarterback. And obviously the Mannings don't need the money. They don't need the money. But at the same time it's still you know, he could. You earned it. You earned Your it. Your value. I mean, it's his value right now. Yeah. 
And, of course, he's not going to until the – no, anything he does get, he says he's going to give to, to charities, and that's well, a great charity to give to. And when he earns a starting job, I mean, the, the amount of endorsements yes. and NIL opportunities, I mean, he's going he's to instantly shoot to the top of the rankings of NIL endorsement value worth and all that kind of stuff. Like in, him and LeBron James' son. Uh, <laughs> right, that he and uh, Bronny and Livy Livy Dunn, Livy Dunn, the LSU <laughs> gymnast. Yeah, there you go, Livy Dunn. Uh, LSU is doing really good with it too. So maybe is Angel Reese back? Uh, oh yeah, okay. Hey. Angel Reese will kill it too because she's one of the leaders in NIL. But yeah, Arch Manning will be the hell. Quinn Ewers is probably up there. Livy Dunn's number one, right? Livy Dunn is number mm. one. She is spectacular, and she just had like a twenty-first birthday. I saw. Is she actually be... going to become a professional gymnast, or is she just like no. NIL is the way to go now? NIL no, is it. no, no, no. I'm trying to get that extra. That's always year. been part of the deal. Is she's not even like one of the best gymnasts. She's not even on one the, of the best. No, she's just one of the most attractive. Right. Good for her. Like, Good um, for you, man. This is what this is what it's all about, though. And she just turned twenty-one. She ain't even got to work. Like she, I think she is set pretty much financially for the rest of her life if she just uh, doesn't spend irresponsibly. She's made that much money in I. You know, she's uh, dating Paul Skeens. Oh, the pitcher? Yeah. Oh, okay. They're gonna be fine. Oh, those kids get a scholarship today. Some well, of they have. She's like five two, and he's like six seven. So what? That exactly. I know. I know. Can you I'm imagine the athleticism of the of the the offspring? Yes, the dirty dreidel. <laughs> Oh it's no! Dirty. Stop with the dreidels. Because <laughs> of the height, the height difference, you can pull it off. Otherwise, you can really hurt your neck. <laughs> We're not going back into what the dirty dreidel is because we really don't need to do that. It sounds like some type of suplex or something. It, like I said, you can really hurt yourself. Make sure you got the, the proper her, height. Though. She's like made out of rubber, right? She's like a gymnast. I mean, she's very flexible. That's oh. amazing. That's amazing. And she just turned twenty-one, so they, she had a. I saw her in her twenty-first. That's a my age range. It is. I mean, not, I have a daughter older than that, so let's not talk about that. <laughs> Oh, it's yeah. <laughs> you now have a daughter too, Rod. I know. That's what I'm thinking about. Like, old, oh, man. Weeks old. All hey, right. can I pl- I'll play one more piece of sound for you, Rod, because I know it's the one we, we haven't used and it's going gonna, it's gonna to go, 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 go cold. That's but uh, we told you this on Monday, and amidst the, all the busy Monday of recapping Texas OU and the Cowboys and everything that went on, that uh, Austin FC. And their new sporting director, Rodolfo Burrell. This guy keeps it real. Announced, Even when keeping it real goes wrong. Announced that Josh Wolf would, make, would, be, would be remaining with the Austin FC. Put out a statement on Sunday saying they were shaken up massively. Their scouting department, he doesn't believe it's Josh Wolf's fault that they weren't good this year because they were eliminated from the playoffs with a loss over the weekend LAFC. And said, we, do, we need to build a better roster. Uh, our roster is not good enough. And so they're going to do scouting internationally and, and in this country to add better players for Josh Wolf. And then yesterday, Rodolfo Burrell met the media, and here's what he had to say about oh, the, no. in some, a lot of circles, re- controversial decision to keep Josh Wolf as the team's manager. Guys, I understand we are in a, in a world where uh, results matter and matter a lot and many times dictate. Uh, but I have a responsibility beyond results in some sort of way. As you know, I landed like three months ago, something like that. I've been assessing the whole situation. Uh, and to be honest, um, again, I understand results matter, but leaving results aside, uh, what I can see is a, a very young coach, obviously with room for improvement, like, like any other coach in the league, I believe, and in any other sport. Very dedicated, not only him, the coaching staff as well. Very dedicated, very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable and very much committed to, to the city and to the club. And believe me, I come from, uh, as you know, from some of the best clubs in the world. So I know what I'm talking about when, when referring to coaches. And I think we have a very good coach in, in, on site. And uh, I think it's the right fit for us. There you go. And we need to go add better players to our good young coach. Of course, he does come from Manchester City, where he was the top assistant. He was at Liverpool before that, Barcelona before that. He was one of the first coaches for Lionel Messi way back at Barcelona, and he's coaching their under-16, under-18 teams. Yeah, I mean, Josh Wolf has been coaching. This is his third year coaching? Yeah, and he went to the Final Four last year, and I think that would be something that you could argue that now Rodolfo Burrell is saying that roster wasn't any good, and you took it all the way to the Final Four. Yeah, he said, I've seen enough from the coach. (laughs) What I haven't seen enough from uh, is the roster of talent. I've seen enough from him to show that he's got promise. A lot, I mean, the the Rigoni move, uh, because he was one of our designated players, you know, one of those guys Mm -hmm. that gets paid more, and he really just did not pan out at all this year. Well, and I think you put a lot of that on Claudio Reyna, right? Claudio Reyna was this sporting director who helped build the roster with Josh Wolf, and, you know, Reyna got caught up with the whole 
helicopter parenting thing with his their son and that whole mess, and they're gone. So I look again. I think here's what I don't know international soccer at a level to be an expert, but I do know everybody we've talked to who knows international soccer say this was a home run hire. Hiring this guy was a huge step up mm-hmm. for the organization and showed that the Austin FC is not messing around when it comes to their big picture vision, the ownership, uh, Matthew McConaughey and everybody, Anthony Precourt, that this was a, a huge coup to get this guy. So if this guy comes in, as he just said, and says, no, this is a good luck coach, guys. Yep. Leave the coach alone. We need to get better players. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a strong endorsement. And I know fans of uh, of the team who are very passionate – they wanted a they wanted a pound of flesh for this year and thought it was Josh Wolf and think it's Josh Wolf's fault, which you know time will tell. I think Burrell's going to say, "Let me get this guy some better players and see how that plays out." Yeah, no, I I think for uh, Austin FC and, and um, Ty was just talking about the designated players. They you got to hit on those. No, hundred percent. Like though, right? Because those are the ones. Those are kind of your your um, the salary cap loophole. That's basically what it is, right? You're going to pay those players. They don't count. Right, you can pay them way more than you pay everybody else. The fact that there is a salary cap in the MLS is so stupid. Well, and we've talked to Eric Goodman about that quite a bit, and and yeah. that's. But look, there are thirty teams in the league, and they keep expanding. So there are some owners that want that because it mm. they can't afford to spend with the LAs and the New Yorks. It's the same thing in the NFL that we will never have parity. It'll be like baseball back yeah. in the day. But when look at European soccer, the same. Five teams are in the Champions League. No, I know finals every year. It's, I understand, but that's the argument. How soccer is, and it, but, yeah. but, but you know who? Well, you know who decides if they're going to have a cap or not. The owners and the owners and in the more league. The owners the want team. the cap. More of them want it than <laughs> don't want. Yeah, it. yeah. Uh, it's not yeah. for us to decide. It's for the owners of the teams, and then the commissioner of the league, and the commissioner of the league works for the owners. And so they want a cap. Um, you know, look, you don't think Jerry Jones would love to be in a league without a salary cap? Oh goodness, he would kill it. I mean, there are thirty-two <laughs> other owners, or thirty-one other owners. Who say, no, no, no. In Green Bay, where they are owned by the team, they're the fans, right? I mean, yeah. we need a cap. We can't compete if we don't. And, you know, it's, it's always been a criticism of baseball, but baseball's players' union is so strong, it'll never happen. So but in addition the, to the DPs, though, now uh, Miami and David Beckham kind of shown you another way that sure. if you can go get a big enough brand from, like, international soccer – then you can make these deals where they have revenue-sharing deals. You, you have to be creative. Yeah, you create And the argument there, Rod, would be from a basic economics example, if the owners who don't want it all of a sudden are making a ton more money because of the Apple Plus deal, and they've got more money to spend, then they would be willing to raise the cap, right, and loosen mm-hmm. some of the cap restrictions because yeah. now they're making more TV dollars. Yeah. You know, look, I mean, when this sport's been growing – you're a market-to-market thing, right? You're trying to make money within your own market. Yeah, it's a regional market thing. Yeah, and you're not making huge money from TV revenue or media rights revenue. Your yeah. sponsorships, ticket sales. And if that grows, you start getting, I mean, what, what's funding all the NFL growth is these huge billion-dollar TV Broadcast, yeah. broadcast yes. rights. And mm-hmm. so if you can start raising those because you're bringing in prominent people like Lionel Messi, then yes, each owner within the league will make more money, which means you can spend more money. Uh, and then you have more argument about raising or eliminating the salary cap, but that will that will come in time. Yeah, that's the time. But I'm just saying, like, I hope they don't. I hope that's not a pushback against what Messi has done and then what Beckham did. It's only happened twice, but you can tell they'll try to be. They'll probably be more of those experiments, and they should welcome those because that is growing the influence and the in and the brand overall. Oh, without a doubt. So you should just yeah don't because the NFL essentially has already outlawed that. The NFL they they put the kibosh on that just in case there was some Patrick Mahomes or Caleb Who Williams or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, they based theirs. They've already now put in and they they did it through it. Owner vote. It was a unanimous owner vote that no player can have a revenue sharing deal um, with with the, league. Uh, with the league. Like you can't, you and can't just TV partner. yeah. You can't basically say, oh no, you know what? Uh, Patrick Mahomes can have eight percent of the team. That's how we'll get around paying him that much. Nope, can't do that. Can't do any of that. Somebody accurately pointed out that uh, Jerry won three Super Bowls before there was a cap. That's true. Uh, because right, the cap, the salary cap, ninety four, yeah, ninety four, and it, it didn't take effect really though till like right. later on. Well, like well, that if you 90. remember, that came into impact with Jerry Jones and the chase for Deion Sanders with the Forty mm-hmm. ers and Eddie DeBartolo. I mean, those moves, Charles Haley, yep. and those big dollar moves where it became this bidding war for the best talent. They were trading players like Kit like, Norton, and they were trading players. Kind of like before. the uh, NIL. Uh, when mm. when the, NL, the NFL's owners said, no, 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 we need to put a cap in here because this whole Jerry Jones thing, these kind of guys are out of control. Because remember, before that, the owners were all old, old school families, right? The Mara yep. family and the... Mm-hmm. The Rooney, Rooney family, family, they weren't super Hunts wealthy people. And all that, yeah. They founded the league, kind of like the MLS. 
And then all of a sudden, Jerry Jones rolls in and starts throwing money around and starting to be like the New York Yankees, and they put a cap on it. They put the cap. They, uh, but they also, before that, Rod, one of the reasons there were more dynasties before was they didn't have free agency. Mm-hmm. So when you drafted a player, unless you traded him, he was your player. And they couldn't go anywhere. Yep. Players had no rights. Uh, and then Plan B free agency came, which led to free agency. And that was the concession the players made. Look, if you give us free agency, yep. we will agree to the cap. Mm-hmm. And then we have some player movement. Now, they still have a lot of restrictions on the player movement because they have franchise tags and they have yeah. guaranteed rookie contracts and all those things. But the play, the way, more, to, way more freedom and movement than they used oh, to. Man, that's why the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cowboys, and the, they, those teams stayed together. For forever, forever. Like long periods of time, decades yeah. at a time, Rod. <laughs> yeah. They didn't go anywhere. Yeah, they were locked. It was like your favorite college players are here for two, three years, and they're off to the next next uh, field. No, no, you'd have pro teams that were got you got like ten, twelve guys on each team that have been playing together for a decade. Mm-hmm. Offensive lines that stick together. Think about the uh, you talk about Joe Gibbs winning oh, yeah. winning Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. Well, they had the Hogs. Yeah, were forever. All the, were all the contracts guaranteed? No, 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 Mm-mm. no. So you just um, get, were they not guaranteed at well, all? And, and I think you could compare no. the MLS a little bit to like the NFL in the 60s and 70s. Right? And it's growing, and, and this is where the, the MLS is going, right? The, the MLS has been in existence since the late 90s, and it's grown, and it's become more and more popular. And now you got to, you know, this is why it was such a watershed moment to have Lionel Messi added to the league. And you're like, oh my gosh, this is the best player in the world. And now he's playing in the MLS. That can open up floodgates. Yep. But you know they're gonna have you got to make more money first. But they will make more money because of having guys like Messi in the league. So yeah. that's where it's headed at MLS. NFL is you know a twenty billion dollar operation. Yeah, now. The NFL is king. <laughs> it really yeah at this point because they're not even like some of the product that is not even entertaining right now. And the ratings are still just I know. unbelievable. Well, that's because gambling <laughs> and fantasy football, the gambling and, uh, is underdog healthy. fantasy yep. and all these things. No, it's good. I mean, it's saying, but you're right. I mean, there's been so there's been a lot of bad football this year in pro football, right? I mean, a lot of games you turn on, you're like, ugh. Yep. Yeah. And, yeah. I, and we started with okay, maybe it's because they're not playing in the preseason, right? Nobody plays in the preseason. They're trying to avoid injuries. Yeah, so we're, we're, week, we're week six now. Now you're week six. You're just like, yeah, these teams are bad. You, said, yeah, you just got some bad football. And I think it'll get day. worse, Rod, because I think injuries. Well, injuries a, and then the tanking thing. I think the tanking is going to be more prevalent this year than we've ever seen. Well, the quarterback class is yes. so dynamic. You, yeah, you got like five or six quarterbacks that could be franchise quarterbacks. I think that's what the the scouts are saying. We know Caleb Williams. We know. I mean, Shadur Sanders has made himself a guy that you watch him play, going, "Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. that guy can lead a franchise." Yeah, um, Penix. You know, no Michael Penix. Penix. Obviously, Drake Good. May. Yeah, I think JJ McCarthy at Michigan. He's yeah, a like really him. good quarterback. He's to me, he's a Joe Burrow Jr. Yeah, you talking about Quinn Ewers being if he leaves, being like the the fifth, <laughs> like highest rated quarterback coming out potentially. Like that's how deep the quarterback class. And he's very talented. We know that. Well, but that's how talented the quarterback class could be coming out. And we know how that good. how vital the quarterback is to a franchise right now. So if you have a chance, okay, we're already uh, look at the Vikings. We're one and four. Uh, Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson's on the IR now. Everybody uh, believes they're a quarterback away, and honestly, they might be. And some defensive help, and some defensive. What was that like? Everybody believes because that's the hardest part. The quarterback yeah, is the hardest. Player. Everything else, honestly, you, you as a competent, you know, GM and personnel man, you should be able to figure out. But the quarterback is the one. Not even the most brilliant GMs and most brilliant scouts can figure out. It is just the most un. It's just unpredictable and the toughest position to project in all of the NFL. All, all of foot sports, probably, in my opinion. And, but if you get one, look, the, 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 there's optimism in Houston for the first time in a long time. Amen, brother. Because C.J. Stroud looks like the He's real the deal. the real deal, man. I mean, he looks like mm-hmm. he can be the guy. Your window's so wide open. So now you can go build around him, even if you've missed on some picks. Now you go to work. And, um, you know, Carolina, they're still not sure. But you're right. I mean, with this draft class, I mean, I you know, Caleb Williams is a can't miss a prospect as we've seen come in this league. He can't help that his defense is any good. Agreed. Um, you know, and I think Drake May. You know, people compare him to a young Jay, Justin Herbert. They think that he's a you know kind yeah. of built in that same mold. He's got all the physical tools, all the tools. And Shadur Sanders is the one that's been the biggest you know bu- you know surprise because everybody knew his father, but man, is he a, a, a cool, calm player that makes mm-hmm. great decisions. He can make every throw. He's big. He's athletic. Uh, Michael Penix is putting himself in that conversation. Quinn Ewers, of course, everybody in the league knows about Quinn Ewers and yep. what his of his course. potential is. So yeah, I mean, so if you have five or six guys that could be, then and, and now if you're a team, I mentioned the Vikings. Well, why? What are you playing for this year? Uh, you're you're not even make the playoffs, and now Justin Jefferson, who your offense is built around, is hurt. 
Why wouldn't you trade Kirk Cousins? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it would become a foolish. Remember, we talked to me the Kirk Cousins thing in the month of October, Rod. It could become like the. I'm not comparing Kirk Cousins to this player, but the Shohei Otani thing, right? Why the Angels never traded him was an organizational failure. That was yeah, dumb. That was stupid to not maximize it. Uh, you still had a chance to re-sign him if you traded him for a boatload of players. If you're the Minnesota Vikings right now and you're one and four and you're not going anywhere fast in a division that looks like it's going to be dominated by the, the Detroit Lions, who've already beaten you one time. <laughs> That's weird to say. Say that again? The dominated Lions. by the Detroit Lions? Wow. And can you imagine? So why wouldn't you? I mean, if he is on his last year of his deal. There are teams that are going to covet him. Maybe the Jets, who would mm-hmm. say, you know what? Uh, we, 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 were, we are a quarterback away. That's why we brought in Aaron Rodgers. And if you know if you acquire Aaron, uh, Kirk Cousins, whatever the draft capital – He's going to be gone. You you can let him walk in in February yeah, when free agency begins or March. He's he can go be a free agent and go play somewhere else. You get him for something to try to run for this year, and then you know for the Vikings now the more games you don't play with Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, the more games you're going to lose, which means now you're at a higher draft spot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, might as well try to get as high as well, draft spot as you can. And right now, you know the the winless team is Carolina. Carolina could and be back there with trade, the number one pick again. They traded away. Didn't they trade away their number one no, pick? No, they didn't. They own it. They own it? They own their number one no, pick. No, I think they traded away. Oh, to get the, the, the <laughs> Bears I pick? Say, I want to say the Panthers don't have one. They, they, tra- they the traded Bears, away. The Bears are, have the two top. Oh, the Carolina yeah. has it. The Bears are the team that could have the top two Yeah, the, exactly. That's why Carolina, that's why they're so depressed right now. They end up being really, really bad for and getting no, nothing in return. <laughs> Well, like just being bad for no reason. And then the yeah. Bears could trade Justin Fields. They could. Like, Ooh, now that's sexy. They could get something for him. Yeah. I don't think they'll get the return, obviously, they would hope to get. get but at least a second-round pick. There, there's, yeah, there, there is a, There's an ego guy, quarterback guy out there that says, I can fix that guy. Oh, yeah, no doubt. I mean, and by it, the way, there are examples of it in the NFL, of guys you know, being their, – their skill sets being resuscitated, yeah. I should say. Oh, San yeah. Francisco got a fourth-round pick for Trey Lance. So I think Justin Fields only from Dallas, by the way. Uh, I think Justin Fields. I'm, I'm with Tito. You should try to get sick because he's he's shown some promise. Yeah. Like he's made some plays. Do you think? If you have the number one pick, you're getting rid of him. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah definitely. And you're right. The, the Bears may end up with two high picks, and you know Arizona's That's open crazy. to have two high picks. Caleb Williams would instantly be the best quarterback in Bears franchise history. Game one <laughs> before he threw a pass. That's true. Yes. Well, you've already heard the uh, conspiracy <laughs> theories that they'll have those two picks, so you could take two players and. You could hire Lincoln Riley to be the head coach to assure that he doesn't uh, do the, the Arch Manning or the Peyton Manning mm. or Eli Manning thing. That's the package deal that everybody's talking about. Yeah. 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 That Chicago's a good city. Uh, and oh, yeah. I like that. Hire a great defensive coordinator. Help have an assistant head coach help you run your practice so you're a bit more physical, Lincoln Riley. Do you want to run that offense outside, though? Like that, well, in that weather. Well, that's why they've always been the, the monsters of the midway, because you have to build your team to be able to handle December I know, and but January I don't know if Lincoln game. wants to run that offense outside. I don't know if Caleb wants to play like that outside in that offense. I think they'd rather Agreed. be warmer weather to run that offense. Agreed. You've got a choice, though. Huh? Do you, do you really have a choice? He might. That's the whole point he's saying. Like, Caleb Williams has that kind of leverage, because he might be like, I'm going back to school. Yeah, I'm but doing the, this. Ne- the next year, the Bears probably have the first pick again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, Can't uh, run from him. Uh, if you're making 10, 12 million a year in college, why wouldn't you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and you live in it. You live in Hollywood because then, then you're a year farther away from that 200 million dollar contract in the NFL. I'll it's, give you this, Rod. We'll get a break. We'll come back. Go behind the, the Bernard curtain. Here is here's the uh, the checkmate. How about uh, Lincoln Riley to the Bears to draft Caleb Williams, Deion Sanders to USC to take over for Lincoln Riley? Come on now, Hollywood. Damn. You know what? How about Deion in LA? He's not leaving after one year. I don't know, honestly. For USC, yeah. If, mm. if USC opens up, you got so some gigs you got to take. Because there are some who think that, that you got to uh, take that gig, man. Remember when Lincoln Riley jumped out of Oklahoma because there was the immediate thought that he didn't want to deal with the SEC. Yep. Well, now he's got to deal with the Big Ten. Yeah, you do. Not the Pac-12. Do you think mm-hmm. he had any idea about that? I don't think he did. I'd but, rather be dealing with the Big Ten. Yeah, I think I would too. Then well, the SEC. Well, yeah. well, it, it's a Big Ten that includes UCLA, Oregon, and Washington. That's true. Uh, it's, it's, it's and better, now yeah. Ohio State, Penn State, and Michigan. It's not as easy as it was. Not as. You're also going to be able to lose two, three games and still make the playoffs. Well, that's true. Yeah. At least two. At least two. All right, we'll come back. There's some uh, hypothetical fun to talk like about. Uh, also, you heard from Rodolfo Burrell, and also Arch Manning, all things we're talking about. Coming back, we go behind the burn orange curtain. We'll get what's popping before the end of the hour. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers, hook them up. 1019 AM 1260, The Horn. 
All right, more breaking news. Unfortunate for the NFL. We told you yesterday, Devin Achan, the uh, Dolphins running back, was hurt. Well, now he's going on the IR. Injured reserve, which means four games. Uh oh. That's on the heels of Anthony Richardson of the Colts on the IR. Injuries starting to pile up, man. Yeah. Tell. So Raheem Mostert will get more carries now. Jeff Wilson for that. Uh, and Achan has just been a blur. <laughs> Part of that track team in Miami. He'll be out till at least. Uh, early no, late October, early November. Uh, he'll be missed the Dolphins' next four games. Carolina, Philadelphia, New England, and Kansas City, unfortunately for the Dolphins, because how about the Philadelphia and KC in there? Yeah, that's uh, – oh, man, that's going to be sexy. Philly and KC. Yes. Oh, yeah. With the Dolphins. Also, uh, television right there. go Astros tonight. Astros go, go. trying to make that all Texas – A-L-C-S. Hey, don't stress. It's, it's going to happen. It's all good. God, I need it tonight. They want, it. they want them Rangers. Jose Urquidy. Right. They want Jose them Rangers. Jose Urquidy tonight. Urquidy is our guy. Mm-hmm. Could be a bit of a look ahead here, maybe? Look ahead. No, 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 no. The Astros, this is their time of year, baby. This no, that's what I'm saying. They, yeah, Rangers they... will find that out next. He's <laughs> messing with the, the big dogs in October and they're coming next. Uh-huh. He talking trash. He's ready. I just watched him for the last six years. I mean, I'd win the series first. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I agree. No, I gotta take care I'm of I'm picking first. the Astros tonight, but I mean, yeah. no guarantees or anything. No guarantees. Yeah, and if you don't win at night, then yeah, you don't want to leave that up to the baseball guys. And then man. you're going back home where y'all suck. So. Exactly. I was say you want to close it out tonight. Much. Be done with it. Be well, done with it. If the Astros win tonight or in game five, they will host uh, as the division champs. They will be the highest seed remaining, which means, which is kind of weird because the top two seeds that are out, uh, Twins, hey. are higher seeded than the Astros. That's how baseball go. That's how baseball go. Actually, the Astros higher seeded than the Twins. Uh, but here we go. So we'll see tonight. It's Jose Urquidy against Joe, uh, Joe, Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan, who's making his first ever postseason start. That Astro lineup is cooking right now, especially Jordan Alvarez, mm, batting oh. 500 in this postseason dude, right now. Dude, he is just. He's just taking the cover off the bar, dudes. Unbelievable. Well, he really is. And uh, we mentioned he's the new Mr. October. He's replaced uh, <laughs> Reggie Jackson or even Derek Jeter with that thing. Uh, his Octobers are unbelievable. Yeah. And so he, he, Reggie Jackson works in the Astros organization right now. And he, he I know. Said, that's the irony of it. That's he said, crazy. oh, yeah, he's a force, man. That guy has earned that moniker because Reggie Jackson used to be that guy. And uh, as I was texting my buddy Ty Harrington, the, uh, the, the skipper, our man Ty Harrington, uh, scary thing is with him, you know, Rod. When you see him in the plate, he's so physically imposing. He's six five and he's two hundred and twenty five pounds. Mm. So it looks like Godzilla with a stick in his hand. <laughs> but then his plate discipline, plate coverage, and bat to ball ability—it's like when you're watching like Ichiro. Hmm. Remember when Ichiro would just be able to to, to put it's, the barrel on it, yeah, like it's technician up there. Yeah. So you got the combination when he gets locked in. Man, oh man, it gets scary for anybody, and that's what the but Corey Seager's kind of in that role with the Rangers right now. The Rangers are they are balling. Right Golly, now. he and th- that team and th- that would be such a good matchup of talent, all stars, Hall of Fame caliber players, especially if Max Scherzer comes back for the Rangers, which he he's working towards, which would be unbelievable. But the yeah, first things first, Astros have to win a game, and that'll set up for Sunday. Rangers get to set their pitching now because they won it by Tuesday, which means uh, Nathan Evaldi, who pitched so good last night, he'll be their game one starter. You have to imagine. And we'll keep you posted on Scherzer any, between uh, now and Sunday. Any talk, tie within the Rangers community of uh, the Creed, the band, actually um, coming out to support the Rangers Give in me some capacity? Um, Since there's been such an outpouring of love for Creed. I, I did see that Creed on all their social media has been supporting the Rangers. Oh, there you go. Okay, so they're, there aware, you go. they're aware. They're aware of it. All right, there you go. Then. They, at some point, somebody's got to arrange you know, a cameo appearance they, by they Creed. Did, they did have a sing-along last night. That yeah, I saw, I saw that. That was pretty cool. No, yeah. it, the fans were really into it. I saw videos of people singing Creed and posting it. I mean, it's a thing now. you got to commit to the bit, so I wonder if Creed is now going to reciprocate. Oh, they are. Uh, we'll they, see. I they mean, need if, to. If there's no conflicts already on the books for them, I'm sure. Oh I'm sure they'll show face at uh, least. Yes, sure. I'm like, Creed, what should, what should be? I guess i look at the Creed concert schedule. You can at least, like, they could show up in a box. You play it over the, the loudspeakers and show them on the screen. I'm sure that would. Or, or at least a video, like, tributes. Like, they, make it, they can make a video, be like, hey, what's up, Rangers fans? <laughs> Just want to show some love. And they play that on the Jumbotron or whatever. Hey, yeah. can we uh, dive behind the burnt orange curtain one more time? Texas football and it's bye week. And they were all asking themselves the same question. What is behind that curtain? All right. We've been talking a lot about Texas's red zone issues. We all believe that is easily the biggest factor 
um, in Texas losing. Well, we don't. Sark said it was the biggest factor in them losing the Texas OU game, only one of three in the red zone. Keep in mind, they went into that Texas OU game 108th in touchdown percentage in the red zone, and they left that game, and now they're 122nd after the Texas OU game in touchdown percentage in the red zone, which is just mind-blowing, and it is stupefying, actually, because they have some of the best weapons in college football on offense. You could argue between X-Men, JT Sanders, A.D. Mitchell, they're going to end up having three players drafted in the first two rounds on the offensive side of the ball, potentially, maybe first three rounds there. Uh, They got the biggest O-line in all of the Big 12, uh, averaging 325 pounds per man on the offensive line. Uh, They also have, now we talked about Jonathan Brooks, ascending to being one of the top five most productive running backs in all of college football. With all these weapons, it is truly mind-blowing, stupefying, perplexing as to why Texas can't cash in in the red zone. Uh, my man Bobby Burton, great stat today. So I'll give Bobby Burton over at Inside Texas a lot of credit. Go check out on Texas football on YouTube, of course. Um, Texas has scored 23 touchdowns so far this year. 12 of those, yep, more than half, came outside the red zone from explosive plays, and only 11 of them came from inside the red zone. So you've scored more touchdowns on explosive plays from outside the red zone than in the red zone, which does track, but it just shows you why it wasn't an alarming, urgent issue for Texas. But in the Texas OU game, everything is amplified. Everything is magnified. And that see, definitely was amplified and magnified. The goal line stand, the interception in the red zone uh, for Texas, and their inability to score when Oklahoma was 6-6 six of six, uh, inside the red zone. He also points out uh, this little uh, nugget, I think it's good too, uh, that Burt Auburn essentially is on pace to have the most field goal attempts. All right, this is crazy. He's on pace out the most field goal attempts since Chris Stockton set the record for field goal attempts in a season with 30 in 1999. Through six games, he's averaging almost three attempts per game. And that will easily surpass. I think he'll get to like 34 or something like that. He'll easily end up surpassing uh, Chris Stockton in field goal attempts in a season, which also is not good. He's four, he's 12 or 17, so he hasn't been great on the field goal attempts he's had, but it also shows you that Texas is getting stuck in that high red area a little bit too much, and then they're unable to cash in in the red zone. Now, how do we fix this schematically? I love what Sark said. Sark said they're going to look at everything analytically. He didn't say analytically, but he essentially broke it down and described it that way. They're going to take every play in the red zone this season, break them down in personnel grouping, in formation, uh, into into usage. All right, what players, uh, pl- ball the ball distribution, who's getting the ball, in what situations in the red zone. <clears throat> also going to break down what plays have high success rates. What plays have the highest yards per play, yards per attempt, and obviously the plays who are that are not as effective, the ones with the lowest success rates in yards per attempt and yards per play, and probably eliminate the ones that have been least effective and try to build on the concepts that have been most successful. And I would also encourage Sark to do two, two more other things. Number one, go back and study analytically just the way you're breaking down this season in the red zone. Study 21 and 22 as well because I believe you'll probably find some remnants of some of your uh, kind of philosophical beliefs when Bijan and Rojo were your main weapons in the red zone um, and maybe you have kind of kept some of that same philosophy in 2023 without Bijan and Rojo, post Bijan and Rojo. And maybe if you track 21 and 22, it'll show you that maybe you were leaning more on, you know, think players, not plays in the red zone. Bijan and Rojo, because those were your two best offensive weapons back then. And of course, in addition to X-Men and maybe this season, some of those principles are still affecting your play calling in the red zone without Bijan and Rojo. Just to go check it, just to go see if you can find a trend. And the second thing I do is. I mean, we talk about all the time how coaches need to steal plays. STP, steal that play. Uh, my man Shano, Kyle Shanahan, he's famous for it and he brags about actually stealing coaches' plays and gives them credit. Uh, Sark loves that coaching tree, so he, I'm sure, is stealing plays too. As a matter of fact, I saw him use that Mike McDaniel burst motion concept as a way to break tendency in the Oklahoma game, so it was something brand new there. I would encourage him, go look at all the best offenses, all your favorite offenses in the NFL in college, all the best offenses in the red zone in the NFL in college the last two years, and just 
just go steal place. Just go steal place. Steal place, steal concepts, and get you know, 10 or 12 of your favorites, and then you can you know deploy those or you can uh, implement those into your own red zone packages. That's what I would do. Now, those two things that I would do. And I, they'll get it fixed. They got too many weapons not to get it fixed. But it's just it's 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 even perplexing and stupefying that we're even here. That they even got to 122nd in red zone touchdown percentage because they are so prolific offensively. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be better. And I think you're right about the the luxury of Rojo and Bijan. I mean, Rojo was such a great goal back. I mean, oh. he's just always going to get you that yard, having been the former quarterback and understanding, you know, the angles and, and getting himself in that end zone. And it's his will to get there. Bijan was always going to make somebody miss, right? Uh, and fight his way in. Because, look, I mean, that's, I mean, Sark has been a good red zone coach in this past. I mean, somebody said, let's admit it, Sark is clueless or cute in the red zone. Biggest factor to why we've been unsuccessful. Well, look, Sark's track record would tell you he's pretty good as a red zone play caller um, in his stops. And this year seems to be an outlier, and to the point you just said that there's too much talent for it to be this way. Uh, look, if this is a problem coming out of the break and they continue to struggle, then, yes. then fair. But uh, I think this is the right bye week to fix it because, you know, to me, that's the the red zone stuff and the, the the things that were exposed in the Oklahoma game. If they shore those up because they're all fixable, then this team has a, a really good chance to run the table here now mm-hmm. because, it, you know, the way teams have been hanging around with Texas is – Settling for field goals, missing field goals, not scoring touchdowns, letting a team hang around when you're out gaining them two to one, that needs to change. If they start, if they can fix that with their personnel and with the, the as you said, eliminate the plays that aren't working, build on the plays that are, steal some new ones, maybe build that uh, Savion Red Red Cat package Ooh, up more. That's good. Uh, kind of be more creative with that and uh, continue to cultivate it. Um, but look, I mean, I, that, and hand off to Savion Red. Jerry Jerry Helms is big on thinking that he's your best goal line short yardage back because he just has the ability to get his pad level low. But also, he's got a great vision. Yeah, some guys have really good well, vision. Play quarterback in, that short in high school. Yeah. Play quarterback. I like Rojo. Right? They yeah. Quarterbacks point. see the game differently. Uh, they played the game differently because they've had the ball in their hands all the time. They got to read defenses and those kind of things. Uh, to me, the best running backs kind of kind of do that too, right? And mm-hmm. kind of understand you know how the, what the quarterback's thinking. So we'll see. Uh, that'll come uh, next week. You get. To see Houston, by the, by the way, the Cougars tomorrow night, the Longhorns' next opponent, will be playing the Thursday night game against West Virginia tomorrow night. So make an appointment on that yeah. uh, to see the Longhorns' next opponent and a team in West Virginia who we don't know much about, not on the Longhorns' schedule this year, but the Longhorns need them to lose um, and to get out of the way. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> they do. Um, and yeah, to Texas' point, Sark did admit that he said he got too cute in the red zone. Sure, but that's why he went with the jumbo package. Remember, Texas? Like he he said he want he tried to get away from the cute thing. He was like, no, forget cute. We are gonna get obvious. I'm making a statement. Y'all don't give a damn if you know where we're going and you know how we're gonna get there. You can't stop us with our big humans. And then it blew up in his face. So now I think he's a little bit torn and conflicted between getting cute and all the creativity and innovation. And then playing bully ball with all these big humans that he's got. And he's like, what am I supposed to do? Because I tried to play bully ball with big humans. didn't work. And I think now he's probably got to go back to being more creative. And it's, it's probably a mix. And challenge your offensive line to be more and physical. And challenge your offensive line to be. Yeah, yeah. come on. That's a yard, dog. It's, win, a, it's win a one yard. Win the battle. One yeah. time. Not one three time. times. One time. One time. All right, we yeah. come back. What's popping as we get you ready for a busy Wednesday? Looking forward to the baseball tonight. There are three games. We'll preview them. Ty will make his what's popping picks. It's uh, hook him up with Ian Rodby. Now here's Rita Ballou live from inside your plumbing. Even if your drain doesn't show any leaks or have any eye-watering smells coming from it, it doesn't mean your septic system still may not be working well. Pumping your septic tank can help improve the efficiency of your system, but you're going to need an expert. And that's why Hambone Plumbing is proud to announce Hambone Septic Pumping. The same great company now offering even more services. How do you get your septic system at proper working levels? Rita? Call Hambone, 512-388-7030. Hambonplumbing.com. License number is M124708 Hey, what's up, folks? Lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers here. Let me tell you about Dr. Greg Eckert and his wonderful team. Now, if you have any concerns about your dental health or dental hygiene, first of all, you need to reach out to Dr. Greg Eckert because it doesn't matter what your dental health, uh, hygiene issues are or your health concerns are about your dental health. Uh, my friend, Dr. Greg Eckert, can handle uh, any of those issues. Dental dentistry, teeth whitening, dentures, porcelain crowns, veneers, dental implants, full mouth reconstruction, even root canal therapy, 
whatever it takes to make sure you're getting the best quality dental care available. That's what Dr. Greg Eckert is all about and his all-star team. As a matter of fact, I need to reach out to Dr. Eckert because I need to make me an appointment. I was just reminded by my wife yesterday and I said, you know what, babe, I need to get that done. I will go see Dr. You and you need to go check out Dr. You. I love that. Uh, they call him Dr. You because the you is perfectly apropos because he's all about you. He's all about making sure you get the best quality dental care experience out there and making sure you have that truly, that truly beautiful smile. My man, E. Hogan knows all about that and you can know all about it as well. Right now, Dr. Greg Eck can give you a brand new smile in just one day, permanently secured to your dental implants. No time spent without teeth. You'll get temporary fixtures until they complete your permanent smile and you'll smile again with confidence and eat freely without pain or discomfort. We're talking about a lifelike permanent solution. So if you've been told your teeth need to be replaced and you're freaking out and you're panicking, you got a lot of anxiety about it, don't. Just reach out to Dr. Eckert today to learn about this revolutionary alternative to dentures. It's a brand new smile in just one day. Sounds too good to be true. It's not. It's just Dr. You. So give him a call today. It's a complimentary consultation. So you got nothing to lose but everything to gain. It's 512-345-3166. Dr. You understands that a confident smile can truly change your life. The quality of your smile can affect the quality of your life. And he wants you to have both a great quality of smile and a great quality of your life as well. So reach out today, 512-345-3166 or visit DrEckert.com, D-R-U-E-C-K-E-R-T.com. Folks, imagine selling your home and getting paid twice. I know what you're saying, E, that sounds good, but how's that even possible to sell your home and get paid two times? You can do it with Orchard. It's simple. Orchard makes you a solid cash offer on your home. If you agree, boom, here's your cash for your next home. Orchard handles everything from there, including paint, repair, the list and show your home. And if your home then sells for more than Orchard offered you, you get the cash upside. That bears repeating. When your home sells for more than Orchard offered you, you'll get that money too. So you get paid twice. And that happens 97% of the time with Orchard. Look, in this Austin market, with so many home buying companies trying to lowball you, Orchard is the outlier. They pay you on the upside when your old home sells for more. So let me ask you again. Do you want to get paid twice to sell your home? I know I would, but how's that even possible? So learn how to get paid twice and get a free valuation at Orchard.com. That's Orchard.com. One more time, Orchard.com. Hi, this is Tom McKay with Audiovisual Consultations. Scientific data proves it. Size does matter. The bigger and wider your television is, the better. Football season is here, and the time is now to get your entire audio video experience tuned up and ready. New flat screens, projection video, Dolby True HD surround, all the goodies at great prices and followed up with great service. So call us at 255-8678. That's 255-8678 or on the web at avconsultations.com. Hey, everybody, Aaron Hogan, football season in full swing, and there's no easier way to get in on the action than with Underdog Fantasy and their pick'em game that's an absolute blast. I've been telling you about it. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money on each game you're going to watch. Pick between two and five players in a game on either side of the ball. You choose whether they're going higher or lower on their in-game stats, and then you just watch the game. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's illegal here in Texas, and it's a ton of fun. Had a game last weekend where I was this close to going four for four. Just missed out, but man, as a blast following along, you can do it again. Again, starting Thursday night through the weekend, build your dream team today. Just go to the easy-to-use mobile app or go to underdogfantasy.com. Sign up with promo code HOGAN, which is my last name, H-O-G-A-N. Underdog's going to double your first deposit and listen to this, up to $500. That's you can double your money up to 500 bucks. It's Underdog Fantasy, so easy and so fast to get started and play. Win some real money while rooting for your favorite players in your biggest games. It's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HOGAN, H-O-G-A-N. Must be 18 or plus and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms apply, concern with play, call one Gambler, visit www.ncpgambling.org. Real Texans are genius. Bud Light salutes you, overly dedicated Texas Longhorn fan. How come? You show up to every UT football, basketball, baseball, volleyball, and ball-related sport there is. Ping pong. Each game, you slather your entire body in burnt orange. Every nook and cranny. Yes, you're brewed in Texas, and so is your Bud Light. Enjoy responsibly. Texas edition Bud Light beer cans. Anheuser-Busch, Houston, Texas. The Horn text line has moved. Join the conversation on the new Horn text line. 512-447-3776. That's 512-447-3776. What's poppin'? Who you up? Brand new whip just hopped in. I got options. I can pass that flight stocking. Just joshin'. I'm spending this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. 
Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad in the friend zone. What is poppin'? It's all about baseball today. Baseball should be good. Starts about 4.07 this afternoon with the Braves and Phillies from what will be fanatic Philadelphia mm. with the lifetime Longhorn on the mound, Bryce Elder. Bryce Elder gets the ball hey, for the Bravos today. Now. Big spot for him against uh, Aaron Nola. That's a battle of LSU and Texas right there. LSU and Texas. Aaron Nola's a LSU kid. So uh, Longhorns against the uh, Tigers, and that's Braves-Phillies. Uh, then, of course, at uh, 6.07 tonight, a little bit of an early start for Houston in Minneapolis. Uh, by the way, you can expect it to be pretty cold for that game. If you were watching the game yesterday, the temperature was in the 50s, and uh, they're playing this game at night in Minneapolis. Oh, yeah, it's going to be chilly. That could be chilly. but uh, And it didn't, you know, we talked about the shadows yesterday. That shouldn't be a big issue tonight when they play in Minneapolis. But uh, we'll see. And then tonight it is the uh, third game of the day will be the uh, Dodgers and, and uh, Diamondbacks from Arizona uh, Lance Lynn, the last line of defense for the Dodgers, a 36-year-old right-hander, will get the ball. Let me see here. Tonight, Rod, eh, it'll be in the 50s, and it'll drop into the upper nippy. 40s in the it's evening. a little chilly. In the uh, Twin Cities there. So there's your What's Poppin' Baseball. Uh, Ty, do you have any What's Poppin' picks on these games tonight? Astros, Braves, or Dodgers? What's your Sex Panther pick of the night? I'm going to go with the Dodgers tonight. Lance Lynn. Old man. old man. Yeah. They got a young guy uh, pitching for the Snakes that uh, has never been in this spot, and so we'll see. not done well in the past few starts. Yeah. Well, and again, the Dodgers, kind of like with the Astros, meet the uh, meet the Rangers. There's so much familiarity between a team. Or a, you know, it, it would not be outside of the Dodgers to string mm. off three straight wins here, right? They've got two MVP candidates in Betts and Freeman who can get going at any time. Diamondbacks are young, and the more the range, the, the, the more pressure the Dodgers can put on the Air, the Arizona Diamondbacks, the more pressure goes into their side. Same time, the range, Dodgers have to get out of the first inning. They've given up nine runs in the first inning of the first two games, uh, and they've been playing from behind. So we'll see if that flips, and I just can't wait to sit back. And Obviously, as an Astros fan, watch the Astros, but the Braves-Phillies game. For theater, I wish that was at night. I know. Uh, well, they got three games, so they're trying to appease the TV. Well, that'll be, you know, what is that, 5 o'clock on, in Philadelphia time? So it'll play it into the evening. Is it 3.07 here or 4.07 here? It's 4.07 here. Okay. 4.07. And nobody's be working in Philly today. None. <laughs> no. For how much I hate all those teams, I got I respect them as a, a sports city. They, they, oh, they're they fans? Sh- they show out. Oh, no. They're more than show out, they're aggressive and abrasive. Like, no, I said mean. before, if I ever went to a Cowboys Eagles yeah. game in Philadelphia, I don't think I'd make it out alive. Of, of oh, Philly. yeah, because you, you're confrontational too. So you can't, you can't de escalate things. You're an escalator. You're an escalator. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't be escalating something in Philly. Because what's popping there was so the Dodgers Diamondbacks game two, there, there, were, there were probably like eight fights going on. Exactly. Like, what the in hell? The like in the, ton, like in the, uh, car, the, <laughs> Concession stand area? Just random fights. Oh, just Dodger games, man, just look awful. Yeah. Uh, all right, so yes, that's uh, you got TBS for the two National League games and Fox Sports 1 for the Astros American League games. Ghost Trying to join those Rangers in the ALCS. Mm-hmm. For you know what time it is. You two, know what time it is. That would be unprecedented. The Astros and Rangers have never played in a playoff series, as far as I well, know. And the regular season was so good, though. Yeah. I mean, that division race came down to like the last day. Yeah, and the, but the Astros did dominate the regular season matchups. Yes, the matchup, like of course, seven to the three series. Or eight they won to the three. series. I'm talking about like the division. Oh yeah, last day, like last day, well, not a doubt. Yeah, and then of course the Astros unprecedentedly would be there the for the seventh straight time. That's never been done. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to accomplish. Hey, 50 days of football, Rod. We had three games last night. Turned out to be pretty decent, right? Uh, we had some. Oh, Ty, yeah. Ty missed out because that game was close at half. That uh, Texas. Uh, the Liberty game that we were telling you about yesterday, Liberty and Jacksonville State turned about to be 31-13 Liberty. They're 6-0. and Also, La Tech, uh, that, that good one in the uh, fun belt, Carol- Coastal Carolina on the road beat App State. Good win there. It's a quality win. Quality win. Coastal Carolina. That means we got football tonight, too. UTEP and Florida International. That's my uh, that's my extra pick, a little Florida International. UTEP's nice. terrible. And Mine's then Sam and Houston, Sam Houston, the Bearcats, zero and five, and their move up in the uh, FBS. They're at New Mexico State tonight out in Las Cruces. Damn, that's ugly. Did they just win a title? Yes. Well, they that was down at the FCS level. Oh, at the lower level, yeah, but still. That's uh, it's at Aggie Memorial Stadium in Las Cruces tonight. So fifty days of football, baseball popping. Rod will be changing diapers and uh, watching Naked Attraction, please tonight. Rod. <laughs> I got to watch the Astros, then some Naked Attraction. All right, brother. All right, brother. Come on. Uh, That'll be fun. All right, buddy. Have a good night. You too, brother. Ty, you as well. Get some sleep, Rod. 
Uh, try, and remember, if you missed any part of our show, including Jerry <laughs> Hamilton, Nick Shuley with the Setlist ATX, it's all podcast at hornfm.com. We'll do it on a Thursday, 6 a.m. tomorrow. Hey, everyone, you know we love all the texts you guys send us. So we want to tell you about our new Horn text line number. Make sure you save the new number, 512-447-3776, to keep sending us all of your comments, questions, and more. We're always trying to find the best way to connect with y'all. So make sure to remember the new number, 512-447-3776. It's 512-447-3776. And thanks for listening to The Horn. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based on what it takes to help your company win. And that's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com. Great people, great service, endless possibilities. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Here's Michelle's experience with Apple leasing. I've always been curious about leasing a vehicle, and after hearing the great recommendations for Apple leasing, I decided to give them a call. It was very casual, and I was just curious what trading in my vehicle would look like and if I could possibly get a lower payment for a newer vehicle. And my car was at the point where it needed new brakes, and I was already getting tired of it. The kids made it messy, and I really wanted that new car smell and that warranty back. I had an idea of what I wanted and everything was so turnkey via DocuSign. I got a brand new vehicle for less than my old vehicle's monthly payments, bad brakes and all, and I'm in love with my new ride. What's funny is I always tell myself that I'm going to drive my new car into the ground until I no longer have a car payment, but does that ever really happen? The out-of-warranty and and wear-and-tear issues will always pop up, and giving Apple the opportunity to see what they could do for me on my next car was a great call. Apple Leasing, 512-346-9977 or AppleLeasing.com. Hey, what's up, folks? This is your lifetime Longhorn Rod Babers. Winning season is here, and there are plenty of opportunities to win over at my book with the Dallas Chargers game, go over the total points, or can Micah Parsons and the dominating Dallas defense keep the high-scoring, killing-more-led L.A. Chargers offense uncharged? As a better, you demand perfection, and my bookie delivers. NFL, college football, and a brand-new cash-out system that gives you options to bet big and win big all season long. First two legs of your parlay hit, cash out early, and use the funds on another bet or let it ride for a chance at a much bigger payday. Join the my bookie family for an entire season filled with odds, boosts, free bets, and super contests. To get started, go to mybookie.ag now and register for an account free. When you're ready to make your first deposit, just use the promo code HORN, H-O-R-N, to grab a welcome bonus on the house. That's the promo code HORN to claim your deposit bonus and for a limited time, a free chip to use in the MyBookie Casino. You can bet anything, anytime, and anywhere. As long as you're betting with my friends at MyBookie, you know you're betting with the best. You're listening to KTAEAM Elgin, K270 